When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, looky here. It's the Pat and JT podcast. Pat and JT podcast. So glad you're listening to the Pat and JT podcast. Um, you can find us anywhere you listen to your podcasts on Instagram, Twitter, and on Facebook. It's Pat and JT. Um, our website is patandjt.com, or you can call us at 402-403-9478. This is a, a special edition, got a, a great guest. We've had a lot of great guests, actually, and our first time meeting Megan Swanson. And if you recognize the name, don't be surprised, Megan Swanson's former Miss Nebraska, and she's very successful in the pageant world, and she decided to take it a step further, and she has developed several different programs to help young women develop and, and further themselves and expose themselves for who they are. And she even has a goal to help 100,000 women achieve their dreams through pageantry and in all of life. And Something I think like I'm a little distracted this morning, too, because I, um, I'm not hungover by any means, but super pumped. <laughs> really? mm-hmm. I'm a little tired, maybe. I'm really not. I don't think I am. I did have a headache this morning, <laughs> okay. but I only had two Moscow mules oh last night. Like not a lot. Oh um, my gosh. Moscow uh, mules are my new jam. I hadn't had one until ever in my life until about a month ago, maybe. Wow. Love it. Um, and we found this new, uh, my wife and I found this new uh, Moscow Mule flavored vodka. It's like a Smirnoff, right? <laughs> uh, it's new. It's brand new. We found it at, yeah. I think we found it at Walmart mm, or Hy-Vee, so one of the two. Hy-Vee's got everything. Killing it. I think it yeah. was Walmart, to be yeah. honest with you. That could be. And it was like 13 bucks and it's Smirnoff and it's Moscow Mule flavored. And all you do is add diet ginger ale. Mm-hmm. The difference is awesome. with the vodka is because it's lower calorie than regular vodka. Uh-huh. One jigger, which is, it seems like a super offensive word, yeah. which is a shot. It's like chigger, but also It's kind of itchy. Well, that, um, <laughs> sorry. Yeah. Uh, but yes, okay, a shot had yeah. 26 calories, you said, and three no, sugars? Uh, no, no. One shot had, oh yeah, yeah. Well, I'm sorry. One shot, one, a jigger and a half or whatever I had. That's yeah. a shot to me. Had like 26 calories. One and calories a half is and three, a shot, okay? Yeah. Let's just be clear. Um, but Basically. 26 calories where normally vodka has like 60. Yeah. But yeah. no carbs. So this has some carbs. A little in carbs, it. yeah. Okay. But it was the ginger, the diet ginger ale that did it. So it was delicious. You need to yeah. try it if you like if you like a mule. I love mules. Do you really? I do. I almost had one yesterday, but I chose differently. <laughs> Why did you choose differently? <laughs> because we were at 1912 and they have a large variety of very good drinks. Mm. Yeah. I don't remember what I got. <laughs> so maybe you're the one that got so loaded. It was really yesterday. good. But I want to know what you got. I want to know what you got. All right, let's back up just a second here, so we can do a proper introduction. Well, Megan, I, I've like s- literally stumbled onto your podcast through Instagram because oh, wow. you know now that we're in the podcast mm-hmm. world, kind of fi- finding people locally and nationally yeah. that are doing podcasts, and you popped up. I'm like, this girl's not local. No way. I'm like, oh yeah, <laughs> this girl's local. This is local. Um, so I slid into your DMs, not creepy, hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully, I'm no, like, like, dude, you got to come on our on our podcast. Yeah, so, oh uh, Megan, tell us about yourself a little bit, please. Yes, well, I am a pageant coach, and I know a lot of people have no idea what that means. Um, but I was Miss Nebraska back in 2014, and it was my very first like big girl pageant. I was living in Nashville at the time, and due to kind of like a 
time in the summer when I was trying to figure out what I wanted in my life, I decided to run for Miss Nebraska. And one of my first try, I became Miss Douglas County, which we know is like kind of like Miss Omaha for those listening that aren't from Omaha. And um, went back to school. I was in music school at the time, which I'm sure we'll talk about, um, at Belmont in Nashville, Tennessee. One Miss Nebraska went to Miss America 11 weeks later and kind of found out that I didn't know what I was doing completely. And so um, a year and a half later, I really felt led to start my own business. I have no business background and I have a vocal degree with a music business minor Mm -hmm. and it's just been such a journey. So I get to coach women specifically in the interview portion of competition and it's tons of nonverbal communication skills, regular communication skills, and really just mentoring with a business hat on. So I'm also a pastor here at my city church in Omaha. I'm the worship pastor and we are one of the most like prolific creative churches in the world. We had this Where's ma- the church at? We're at 67th and Dodge in the Thompson Center um, on UNO's campus, and we're moving to Westside Middle School um, in September, and then we're launching a second campus next year. We're only a year and a half old, about 750 people already, and we just put on these massive events, just like last night. We did Heart and Soul, which is all over my Instagram. I saw that this and, morning. That's incredible. Yeah, it's just nuts. So it's really cool, um, like attract like kind of a thing, where we just have the most incredible digital content mm-hmm. production um, and singers, musicians that are coming in, and obviously that's my background. So it's really cool how when I moved back to Omaha, now I have a place for that in addition exactly. to my business. So. My goodness. That's Are you awesome. from Omaha originally? Yes, ma'am. Yep. And your family is too. Yep. I went she to called North. me ma'am. I know. Okay. <laughs> <Awesome>. <laughs> but your, your family's from here as well? Yep. Yep. Okay, so you've got deep roots here in the in the community to begin with. Mm-hmm. Wow, I think it's cool really, pulling neat. from something you you love and that you did yeah. with pageants mm-hmm. and finding something so specific and niche as helping girls in the interview portion of it. Yes, is that the is that the most difficult part of? A pageant? Yes. And that's why I love like what I get to do because there is such a stigma about pageantry and I'm naturally like a basketball player. I'm six feet tall. I hate like doing my hair and makeup. I work from home in my pajamas every day and that's like my real Mm -hmm. true self. So I love helping be a part of someone that's breaking ground in these new areas of really showcasing how incredibly talented and intelligent and diligent these young ladies are. Mm -hmm. Um, Almost every single pageant woman goes on to be a somebody who starts their own company, nonprofit, is a CEO. Is somebody who is just absolutely excellent in their field. So for me, just being an activator naturally, um, in terms of my personality, I absolutely love just drawing out of somebody what's already in them. So my tagline for Powerhouse Pageantry is "Unlock the Winner Within," and I'm really passionate about that because I'm not creating anything within someone. I'm just helping them discover how to draw that out through the, their unique personality and attributes. And we really work through sometimes even the traumas of their life or things that have gone, um, you know, poorly in their life because sometimes that's the things that are holding them back for something like an interview. But an interview typically is somewhere around 30 to 50% of your overall score. So while people just get to see Mm -hmm. the gown and the swimsuit and all those things on TV, that's really not where the groundwork is laid. They fall in love with you in interview. It's make or break. And so I feel very honored that I get to kind of help formulate that portion of it. And then you get to see the outward expression of that and their confidence on stage. Mm -hmm. That's That's incredible. That is, yeah, the interview portion is where it's just you bearing your soul in front of a Mm -hmm. panel. Mm Mm-hmm. And there's nobody else there behind you, mm-hmm. you know, and, and it's like you're mo- you're most vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Doing mm-hmm. the, the interview and being able to be when you're well spoken and you use your words properly. And like you said, the nonverbal cues are huge. Mm-hmm. So what have you noticed so far sitting in here with us? Uh, well, I actually love how comfortable you guys are. I've been quite a, I've been on quite a few podcasts and sometimes it can be kind of weird. So I feel like home already, which is really great. Good. It's a little chilly in here. I guess it is. Little, yeah, it is a little, a little chilly. Bit. We have to fix that. But otherwise, no, this is this is great. 
you mentioned also your website, mm-hmm. which powerhousepageantry.com. Yes, sir. Um, you go to the website. There's a ton of stuff on there, and it's so well put together. Thank you. Really user-friendly. And you've got so many different programs that are going on. I was looking at your Powerhouse pro- podcast, of course. Yes. Uh, the Inner Circle program. Tell me about that. Yeah. So I really, uh, my, my business has been growing over the past three years. It'll be three years in June. It feels like so much longer. And I have clients in, I think, like 25 states. It's been growing so quickly. Like, I just don't even know how many like states we're in. <laughs> um, but we've been really successful. And I'm, I'm very honored to say that. I just think that um, God brings me like the most incredible women. Mm-hmm. And I'm very selective about who I work with. Very, very selective. Because I'm not going to work with the divas or the people who are just doing this for the aesthetic of it. But I really want to build women. I really want to build strong women because a lot of my story, um, having gotten over an emotional eating disorder in the past and really having to find my confidence being six feet tall since I was in the eighth grade and all these different things moving away from home. And so my inner circle program was really created because I wanted a service that I could, um, at a lower cost, still coach people, but also in a more of a group intimate setting. Mm -hmm. So right now we have about 10 girls in my inner circle. We meet, um, actually tonight we're meeting, but we meet twice monthly. And the first um, week of the month, I I do purely like a 60 minute teaching. It's on Zoom, which I love and, it, and they can hop in the chat and all of that. And then on the third week of the month, it's more of strictly question and answer. So that's where mm-hmm. as right now it's high tide for pageants because June is where the state pageants or when the state pageants occur, um, May, June and some the very beginning week of July. Um, it's a great opportunity for them to come and literally I can answer their questions about anything. If they're dealing with comparison, if they're dealing with financial burdens and they need help getting sponsors, if they need wardrobe advice, like whatever we need to do there. And that's much more of a life coaching aspect. So I actually have a few girls who are in there who aren't even competing, who just really want that life coaching, personal development. And these girls are so hungry for becoming the best versions of themselves. And that's why it's just like, it's not even a chore to go to work every day. It's really crazy because any online marketer, which is what I am, you know, their dream is to have clients. It's like a fitness person. If you could have clients that literally Mm -hmm. are going to do what you actually tell them to do every single time, Mm -hmm. as opposed to, you know, again, nutrition, like some people just are flat out going to not listen to their trainer. (laughs) I have clients who want this so badly, um, that they literally do whatever I say. And so I take that very seriously. And that inner circle program is, I feel like they're all my little sisters and they call me mom and all these things. And it's just been really special to see how I can connect these women from Indiana to New Jersey all the way out to Washington um, and and, in between. So that's been really special. What what ages are you working with? Are you just all across the board? Because I know the Mrs. Nebraska pageant, I think, was just last weekend or this weekend? This weekend. This weekend. It's this weekend. That's right. And there's some incredible stories there because those are some of those women never did pageant Mm -hmm. at all. Mm -hmm. And then you've got the really, really young ones. Um, and, and of course we've seen the wrong side of that seeing toddlers and tiaras, mm-hmm. which I saw, I saw that, uh, Abby Lee Miller, is that her name? That <laughs> no, Abby she that, does the dance class. But she's dance. back. I is saw a back? promo last night she for her. She was in show. prison. Right. Like a hot minute ago, Ugh. she was in prison and now she's back. No, I know that's the, that's like the other side the of other, this whole that's thing. That's what people, yeah. they, they're kind of preying on people's perceptions totally. of what pageants are about because it's much more sensational. Um, than, than actually watching girls grow mm-hmm. and become stronger. Mm-hmm. So again, I go back to um, you, all ages. So I mostly work with, I have a few teens, but I mostly work with Miss contestants. I've had a few Misses contestants as well um, in Kentucky and some different states. And I actually don't coach in Nebraska right now. So I don't coach hardly anybody because my sister actually is competing for Miss Nebraska this year. And she was third runner up last year and um, should do very, very well this year. I'm so proud of her. She's been working her butt off. And uh, we would be the first sisters in Nebraska to ever win Miss Nebraska oh together. God. Oh, that's cool. So fingers crossed for that. Yeah. Obviously, she's been working her butt off. Um, 
and really, really proud of her. But I um, have just so enjoyed working with those Miss contestants and some of the teens too. I think my my youngest client ever was 13. Actually, my youngest client ever was six. So cute. She did a <laughs> she did a little pageant. And she rocked it and won. Um, but mostly I do around 18 to 26. Um, and I'll be 26 on Friday. So sometimes it's kind of cool coaching people older than you. But yeah, it's just been a wonderful experience. And Miss is kind of my my prime. So I when you when that. you're working like up since you're specifically the interview process, Mm -hmm. are are there general categories of questions that the contestants will know they're going to have to either brush up on or have opinions on, or is it kind of shot in the dark? That is a wonderful question, and I'm so glad that you asked that. So in the Miss America program, which we should make this distinction, Miss America and Miss USA are two totally different things. Totally different. So Miss USA is represented right now by Sarah Rose Summers, who's a friend of mine, and I've known her since we were like 12. Um, And she obviously was the first Miss Nebraska USA, which is amazing, and went on to Miss Universe. So Miss America is totally different. And the biggest distinction, other than their platforms, so the Miss America program, you have to have a social impact initiative, which is like your platform that you are actually interviewing for a full-time position that you take a year off of school for. So like I said earlier when we were chatting before the podcast, I took a year off of Belmont, came home, and you travel your state they give you a car for the year they pay for your gas like you're a real public speaker so that's why these girls take this so seriously is because that year is such an opportunity for them to grow as a person to really speak Mm -hmm. about stuff that they're passionate about a real ambassador totally and so it's so much more than just smiling and waving and then Mm -hmm. on the Miss USA side of things they're not required to have a platform but they've really changed their image the past couple years um, to where they're in coalition with several national organizations and obviously Sarah Rose Summers is a child life specialist and she's been doing a lot with that so Miss USA has changed their image quite a bit where it used to just be about kind of sexy swimsuit like seen and not heard. Okay, that's what I was going to ask too. One, I didn't know which one or if both now have Mm -hmm. eliminated the swimsuit, Mm -hmm. which I thought was, it's like on one side you think, well, swimsuit also shows... Uh, care of your body and, and you know that that was part of the pageant because there was there were several different sides to a whole person mm-hmm. um, being able to take care of yourself being physically in good shape yep. that was part of it but it became at one point a little too much mm-hmm. sexy mm-hmm. and not enough focus on fitness yeah absolutely yeah so Miss America has done away with the swimsuit portion, which I personally do not agree with. And, um, many of my clients don't actually. So like I said earlier, I actually Mm -hmm. had an emotional eating disorder my freshman year of college. That was just me bottling up my emotions of moving 12 hours away from home, not knowing how to really have the proper amount of emotional intelligence to start coaching myself through that. And, um, I have several clients who have previously had eating disorders or just eating issues. And honestly, I say this in, in hundred percent good faith, the swimsuit portion helped so many of my clients and helped me really be an outward expression of like I can do this and um, per your that's other in, question that's interesting mm-hmm. an mm-hmm. interesting angle on it because that's not what you the perception of it from the public well, the mm-hmm. common public isn't that it's the opposite well because yeah. it got too sexy for a while right it's like mm-hmm. the purpose and the, or the intent I should say the intent of it got messed up and, and muddied in the way it was promoted yeah and that's where it was like all of a sudden it turned into something negative. Yeah. Right. And that's yeah. why I'm really proud of the Miss Universe organization specifically in the past few years because you could even see with the types of camera angles like the camera going from the bottom up and panning like they've changed all of that. Yep. And then Miss USA adopted this um, motto of confidently beautiful and I love that. And so they're really focusing more on the whole person. So even where there still is swimsuit like they got rid of swimsuit in their teen division. Now they both do fitness portions which I really appreciate. I don't think that any teenager under 18 he needs to be wearing a swimsuit um, 
in front of a thousand people, mm-hmm. um, but Amen. also on my, TV. My 13 year old daughter. Yeah. Amen yeah. To that. <laughs> yeah. There are other ways to show your confidence. <laughs> I am right. actually really surprised though, that with Miss America eliminating the swimsuit portion, a lot of my clients and I, and just kind of people in the pageant world have talked about why the heck didn't they just add a similar fitness portion where right. they had girls doing a fitness routine like they do yeah. in the teen portion, because you're right. I do know a lot of people who have, I don't have a better term for this, but like let themselves go in terms of physical mm-hmm. fitness um, mm-hmm. because they're not judged on it anymore. And I do believe that part of being a role model is keeping yourself fit spiritually, mentally, emotionally, mm-hmm. you know, financially, physically, like everything. Right. Um, and, and a physical portion of that is an outward expression oftentimes mm-hmm. of your mental and emotional health. And I can say that because I've been 50 pounds heavier than this and I've, mm-hmm. I've walked through that. Um, but going back to your question earlier, I want to make sure that I answer that. So Miss USA and Miss America are different. So Miss USA, you'll have a three minute interview and you'll do it twice. And you actually have two girls who are kind of back to back with a panel of one or two judges. Um, and they do it that way. And it's kind of rapid fire. So they don't get as in depth in those interviews. I wish it was different because I obviously am a huge proponent, um, and advocate for that deeper interview. But what I do specifically is I have these things called weekend intensives, which is also on my website. And I have girls fly in from all over the country to work with us for 36 hours where I put up, um, an extensive, you know, like expert panel of judges where we do a three hour kind of session on a Friday evening. And then I work with them all day Saturday. And, um, there are several different types of questions that Miss America interview that can be asked. So the Miss America interview is nine and a half minutes long with a 30 second closing statement. So you literally walk in and you'll say contestant number seven, blah, blah, blah from Missouri. And at Miss America, you have two ABC cameras in your face and a panel of seven judges. And at Miss, at your state, pageant you'll have anywhere from five to seven judges of different backgrounds entertainment science you know math like Mm -hmm. business finance all these things and you can literally be asked anything so you will receive as a judge a resume which I work with girls on as well because it's like interesting facts all about you education achievements do they pull their questions from that usually so you can um, and it's it's highly encouraged to at least have some from the resume and then you'll also have that social impact statement which is your Mm -hmm. platform which details out here's my why here's what I've done here's what I want to do here's how many people I want to reach so it's, it's literally like you're campaigning for yourself mm-hmm. but this interview is an intent so they could ask you something about your resume then they could ask you how would you fix ISIS and they'd mm-hmm. ask you your opinion on should we have boots on the ground in Iraq and then they could ask you what do you like to do with your girlfriends on the weekend it's rapid wow. fire mm-hmm. and so my portion of it behind the scenes why I love it so much is because I'm teaching these women like you said to have these adaptive skills for the real job because right. when I was Miss Nebraska I'm talking you know to a little three-year-old and taking a picture and then there's a 90 year old right next mm-hmm. to me that I have to have a conversation with and if I don't have those skills, you know, I'm representing Nebraska. I have to be not just the girl next door, but somebody who's actually astute in her field and understands how to relate to all people. This is this is so true, too, because people walk away with a perception of the state. Remember years ago, there was a, I think it was a junior Miss pageant. It might have mm-hmm. been. And I can't remember what state, but she got she got hung up on a question about maps. Yeah, I think it was Miss North Carolina or South Carolina, mm-hmm. the Iraq. And, and, as, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, that yeah. And that will haunt her for the rest of her oh, life. Oh, forever. She actually lives in Brentwood, Tennessee. It's, really? It's, right by Nashville. Oh my gosh. And I think about that because she she got it's like a stutter step. Something happened and, and she tried and to talk herself out of it. And it just didn't yeah. it was it was so hard to watch. Yeah. And I'm sure you seeing it knowing from the inside, it had to be just torture Terrifying. for you to watch just Oh yeah. Yeah, that, that that can actually happen. You can actually yep. like freeze up, like mm-hmm. locked up. You know, and yeah. all of a sudden, oh, absolutely. There, there's nothing in there if you aren't prepared mm-hmm. to go in. It's kind of like any kind of a of an activity or a skill. Once you have the muscle memory, 
you can rely on that a lot more mm-hmm. than being uh, caught by, I mean, just going by the seat of your pants mm-hmm. and, and just hoping you can come up with something. Mm-hmm. So those kind of workshops give the girls something to pull back from. Yep. And what I really work on with my girls is working on their stories. So especially if they've had some kind of a trauma in their life, and even if they've had like an amazing family, but just, you know, things happen. Like by the time that you're 24, 25, crap's happened in your life. Right. And so what's really awesome is I get to dig deep into sometimes, like evoking those memories again and some things that we really have to work through on a deep personal level. And so I'm very passionate, like I said, about selecting the right kind mm-hmm. of clients that fit with me. I, I bring them through a 15 minute phone call interview just to even see if we're a personality fit. And then I invite them to a 45 minute call where I'm basically interviewing them to pay me to work with me because I, if it's just not a right fit, I don't care how much money you're going to pay me to work with me. It's just not right. And I don't want to take your money if we're not going to really work together and get deep on these things. And so it's just been so cool to even talk with parents to see what they are noticing in their children of the mental and emotional side of things that Mm -hmm. sometimes these kids have even gone to counseling and they won't tell counselors what they, what they'll tell me. And I'm by no means a counselor, any of those things, but just the life coaching aspect of that, of really focusing on the mental, emotional, spiritual side has been so cool because these girls initially came in for pageant coaching, but left with a new identity and a new vigor for, I can do anything. And if I get the validation of winning this pageant, That's then great. Cool. But mm-hmm. otherwise, like I am a powerhouse. I am a success. They don't is- need the pageant win. Yep. Absolutely. And that's what makes them win, to be honest. Like, that's what's attractive to judges. Everybody's always like, well, what makes somebody have the it factor and charisma? It's this delicate balance of, I'm a little bit above this, but I'm also going to give this my all, but I'm so comfortable with who I am that, like, I'm awesome and you better pick me, like, kind of a thing. And if you don't, it's whatever. Right. It's okay. Right. No problem. My gosh. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Um, I was going to tell you, see, I have a little pageant background. Okay. Really little. Really little. Yeah. But mine was in the rodeo world. Oh, awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And the interview process is very similar cool because it was like five or six people that you're sitting in front of and, and the questions also came from all walks of life just a few more y'alls well maybe because they had a couple cowboys <laughs> that would be on say, the panel yeah right? no I totally know <laughs> Rodeo Nebraska right? yeah. yeah and so you'd have a couple of those going on and you'd have your your current events and you'd have your fashion and you'd have your news and, and all that stuff yeah. the interview process honestly when I went through it and it was I was involved in it for like three or four years and it it was on it put me on a different path that put me in radio so cool is what it ended up doing oh that's cool yeah that was if I hadn't I actually was working at Target at the time and I found out I didn't like working retail Mm -hmm. in the kids section in the toys right and anyway so I saw right I saw the the flyer it was the for the for the it was Miss Radio Arizona right for that whole process Mm -hmm. all the way through and it was the Phoenix Radio and anyway I was like, yes, okay, let's go do this. Didn't realize though, and not by probably not even near the same level of commitment, but there was the same travel and all that that you you knew you were going to be putting your life on hold when you yep. did it. But what you gain from it mm-hmm. is huge, mm-hmm. and especially the camaraderie of the other girls. Yep. that was something I didn't expect because I had zero background in anything like this. Yep, and so it was it was an interesting experience going through that. And, and you just and, don't think of that from from the other side of it. Oh, yeah. you just don't think about what you're going to come out with on the other side when you think yeah. of, you know, from the guy's perspective, right? You yep. think, uh, you know, you play sports for four years and you're going to be, you have a great coach. You're going to yep. be confident. You can go in. You yes. just don't think about, you think of pageants. She's a pageant on the, queen. Right. She's a pageant queen. The complete mm-hmm. superficial Quotes. side of it. You yeah. do not think about what the the women are gaining on the other side of that and there really is like a team aspect of it as weird as it sounds um so I'm a basketball player and I've played basketball my whole life I still play basketball with all the guys at the gym all the time (laughs) and 
you know, you think about it like you are on one team, but you're still competing for the starting five. Like you might be the sixth man, you might be the seventh yep. man, whatever. But just because you're the sixth man doesn't mean that you're rude to your teammates. Doesn't mean that you don't have a part to play. Doesn't mean that you don't show up to practice. And yeah, ultimately one girl's going to win a pageant. But if you just go into a pageant for the validation of the crown and that's the only thing that's going to, in your brain, in your mind, say thumbs up, I win. Right. You have to have a different standard because ultimately, especially at Miss America, that's what I had to learn. I went in with 53 women because at that time we had Puerto Rico and Virgin Islands and DC in addition to the 50 states. And if I went in there only saying, okay, winning is me having a good time, then I just wasted two weeks of my life and potentially 52 Mm -hmm. friendships that I'm still friends with today that we still talk all the time. We go to each other's weddings, all these things. We had a reunion two years ago where 25 of us showed up and flew to California. Let me ask you, at that level, did Mm -hmm. you have that, that contestant? Was there that contestant that was there that everybody else kind of like, mm, God, why does she have to be like that? Yeah, yeah you know, is, I, at, I honestly, at that level, at, at, or, or are those all weeded out by then? Yeah, you know, I, I honestly don't think that there was. We had one of the most amazing classes ever and an incredible year. Like, like we, how you call we it had a class. Yeah, yeah, no, we do. It's we call cool, it class yeah. of 2015, and, yeah. and we have t shirts and all these things, and we still have a <laughs> Facebook group that we talk. And when you really think about it, it's like, it's almost like going to a conference where if you go to a, let's just say, online marketing conference, everybody there is interested in online marketing. So you immediately have something to connect about, right. something to talk about. And that's for us. Again, like I think we all went in like I I need the validation of more than just the crown or mm-hmm. else I'm going to miss it. And I have this incredible opportunity to be who I am and be around like minded people who you never know, like maybe you'll move to a different state and start a business with them one day mm-hmm. or go to the same school. I went to Belmont with Miss Tennessee. Actually, we were one of the only years we had two girls from the same college going to Miss America. So we had already previously known each other. And that was cool. And now all the Midwest girls, we still hang out and talk all the time that's crazy. it's just like you have to go yeah. for more you know yep that is true that's, wow, that's awesome that is that's really cool it really is cool all right so you have events coming up soon is there if somebody wanted to get involved with this uh it's intimidating to a lot of people just the thought of doing the whole pageant thing yeah. in the first place so they think oh you know if you weren't the outgoing person if you weren't the in the a group at school or whatever yeah. the case may be that's not the starting point mm-hmm. for anybody it's it's that desire to want to grow mm-hmm. um how do they get involved where would you suggest they start yeah well i would say contact me and and i'd love to chat through with them kind of where they're at first because depending on their insecurities depending on their like you said their level of confidence that they're at the great thing is that specifically with the miss america program whether you're a teen or whether you're a miss you have to compete in a local pageant before you can even get to state so if you just want to put yourself out there and grow in some confidence and stage presence maybe you have an important job interview coming up i've seen so many women who like literally don't even want to win they just want to force themselves outside of their comfort zone on purpose. Mm-hmm. So that's where I think those local competitions are a beautiful opportunity, specifically now with um, you know the expansion of kind of what talent means to people. I mean, there was a girl who won a state pageant doing a science experiment a couple of years ago. That's awesome. Um, there are people who do it doing <laughs> monologues or martial yeah. arts or cheerleading moves, you know, mm-hmm. like acrobatics. So really getting creative on that talent portion because that is a distinction of the Miss America program where you do need to have a talent. Mm-hmm. But also if you wanted to compete in a different system that didn't, really you just have to get in shape where you'd be comfortable enough being in a swimsuit learn some interview skills and then you know buy an evening gown that makes you feel beautiful and that's really the only aspects of um, the Miss USA side of things so I think that there really is a low barrier to entry if you're willing to put yourself a little bit outside of your comfort zone so I would just say contact me and we can chat through that depending on um, what state you're in and all those things but there's absolutely a way for everybody to get connected you had said that you don't work with anybody in Nebraska right now Mm -hmm. intentionally Mm -hmm. 
-hmm. Right. So if somebody does contact you in Nebraska, you can refer them to somebody that can help them out. Absolutely. Okay. So I just, I think that it's a neat program. I really do. And I think that it's worth it for girls to do it, especially, you know, it's like sometimes in school, some of the kids that want to take part in drama or they want to take part in speech or Mm -hmm. they want to take part in sports, but they don't because of insecurities. Yeah. Um, This is a whole nother way to do it. Absolutely. And and maybe you're not elite club level soccer, Mm -hmm. you know, and and you're going to be doing that, but you still want to play soccer. You know, it's like that kind of a feeling Mm -hmm. and you want to get into something that's really going to grow your, your spirit and grow your, your whole life honestly yeah. I mean it's just it, it's all expen- it touches everything yeah right That's and, and my my daughter has um you know for a 13 year old has um relatively good self-esteem you yeah. know she's she doesn't want to be an athlete she's not really an athlete mm-hmm. um but I I always want to do things and, and prepare her for life exactly mm-hmm. like you had said all those touch points mm-hmm. you know you mm-hmm. want her to be strong and be able to pivot mm-hmm. at, at the right time make the right yep. decisions and, and be observant and right know what, know what you're looking so, for so so yeah. the life coaching aspect of that somebody that doesn't want to be in pageants mm-hmm. but wants to, to get in and not just even what you would be teaching her or them yeah it's the network of girls that she would meet in yes. that other strong do you do women that locally yeah. yeah um so i i have and i'm i'm building one thing at a time i think is the best <laughs> way to say it because i want to do things with yeah. excellence so i just launched my podcast and my inner circle in january so it's only been the fourth month um because i just got so busy honestly with one-on-one coaching that like i don't want to be coaching 40 hours a week so i'm trying to replace myself so actually my next kind of step that i would love to is really to branch off and have an inner circle purely for teens 13 to 18 and do just like life coaching mentoring and then also a separate one for miss Um, because Mm -hmm. if i could coach six hours a week and coach 100 people you know throughout the country Mm -hmm. and also form this network of like-minded women who are not catty and i'm very adamant about how we treat one another and Mm -hmm. how we communicate with one another my goal is you know I I knew what I went through even having an incredible family an incredible younger sister and the the crap honestly that still welled up in me that Mm -hmm. I had to eventually deal with and my um, high level of intelligence but I'm just even figuring out in the last, this last year, mm-hmm. like, oh, here are areas of emotional intelligence that I suck at, like, mm-hmm. honestly, just because I'm naturally such a thinker and not a feeler. Mm-hmm. And so if I had just somebody other than my parents, even though, again, like, amazing parents, you just mm-hmm. don't want to talk to your mom about right. everything growing up. You don't want to talk to your mom yep. or dad. And, and also with kids that age, when you're talking about teens, saying the word counselor or therapist yeah. instantly shut Not off. Happening. But if you're going yeah. to a life coach or somebody that yeah. talks to them, like you talk to them, mm-hmm. that it, open ad, up doors. Yeah. Admiration yeah. and trust. Right? Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's, they, Absolutely. Want to, they want to emulate what you're doing. Yeah. Well, and yeah. if there's something for some reason of one of my accomplishments that sparks <laughs> the the open door then right. so be it you know what I mean mm-hmm. it's not about like me looking cool or being a celebrity or whatever but like I believe that like we can use those things for good so many celebrities yeah. don't use their influence for good and you know I hope to have an influence of hundreds of thousands one day so that I can That's I can do to, that you know to hear you say that and so many of the the stars and celebrities that you hear them say I'm not a role model yeah you are like it or not you are just Dude, everybody's and, a role model why not choose why not choose to do well right. why not choose to right. you don't have to actively even do well mm-hmm. just do well yeah you know you, you don't even have to interact but that it drives me crazy right when I see that. it's like i'm not a role it's like model. yeah you are yeah well, you are if you have younger people in your life looking up to your role model <laughs> even if you're not on tv or not on stage absolutely yeah if, if you're in the public eye i mean i'm by no means a celebrity but with even just the influence that I've been able to gather um, with 20,000 followers on Instagram and, you know, whatever. It's Did just Did that amazing. surprise you at all? 
when did that snowball quickly? So I've actually very, this is a whole different story. I've actually very intentionally <laughs> built all my a hundred percent of my business on Instagram. So for the last three years, I've made all of my income, all those things on Instagram. So I was Crazy. terrible at Instagram when I was Miss Nebraska and you will not see any pictures from that time <laughs> of my life on my Instagram um, for a very pointed reason because Instagram came out in 2012 and you know, this was year two or three of Instagram when I was Miss yeah. Nebraska. So everyone was still posting like, Pixar pictures and there were no things like filters and apps for that. And I was like, what is literally everything. So all of that is deleted. Um, but now part of actually what I'm really passionate about is helping women start businesses additionally. So I actually have a second business where I grow people's Instagrams for a living. And I've partnered with a company in California that's really helped me craft Uh my brand and my image. And I just, I'm a connector. I love meeting new people. And so I've really tried to resource even people here in Omaha. And in addition to our church, which I said is very, very creative. Um, our digital content team has helped me immensely with mm-hmm. why my website is so good. That's all people from my church, you know, just connections that I have. And um, even here in Omaha, I have a small coalition of women entrepreneurs, even right now that I'm kind of on the side, not officially like mentoring, um, just because I had no one when I first started. And I've paid literally like probably $25,000 of my own money in the last three years just to invest in myself. Um, for my knowledge and where I want to go. Cause like I said, I have a vocal degree and that doesn't teach you anything about business. And so I just want to make the barrier to entry easier for other people, specifically young female entrepreneurs who feel like I'm creative and I, I don't know how to do this. And so how can I turn this into something? Yep. And so Instagram yeah. is the prime time. I mean, opportunity right yeah. now to be able to grow something and grow a brand, especially if you are a creative who has such a visual aspect or maybe like a before and after aspect mm-hmm. to what you do. Um, I'm, one of my goals is to help a hundred women make a hundred thousand dollars or more in their business. Can you help eventually. one guy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just one dude. You know what? Speaking of which, maybe you should put him through kind of a, a vetting process first. Um, before we wrap this up, mm-hmm. um, I think he should have some questions, a few interview questions. And if you had any that maybe stick in your mind that you've uh, encountered over the years of interview questions. Oh, interview that, me like I'm and, a pageant Yes, you're going to be a pageant contestant hmm. is what I want you to do. So I want Mr. you to- Mr. World? Um, of course. That, that's that's what a thing in Asia. Yeah. Is it? Well, Dude, I probably- Asian countries go hard in the paint on Really? Pageants. Oh my gosh. <laughs> do they really? Oh my gosh. Like Thailand, Philippines. It's like their life. They like literally cry and they'll have watch parties of like, tens of thousands of people oh yeah for miss for- universe miss world miss earth and miss oh my miss goodness earth? there's That's like the big thing. four miss universe miss world miss earth and miss uh i forget the other universe, one universe earth world yeah and there's God, like intercontinental or something like wow. that international maybe so we'll call oh mine mr everything yeah mr. i'm just mr <laughs> everything i'll yeah. make you a sash mr. okay everything. yeah we make me i already have a sash actually okay <laughs> so okay don't worry about that Wait till you see the scepter in the crown yeah. but the sash is pretty that. cool it's velour <laughs> oh my gosh. has tassels <laughs> into it yeah totally totally into it all right, so we're gonna we're gonna gather questions here. Yeah, okay. I'm uh I'm looking for my really hard questions because of right. course I have them on my phone. Well, of course okay. okay, great. You ready okay. for some of these? Sure, I think. Okay, so hmm, let's start with an easy one. What do you think that you take for granted? Wow, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, Getting deep. Yeah, quick. what I take for granted? I think I take for granted time with my kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for t- yeah, I do. I take for granted what, what they're busy. I'm busy, and I when I have those little moments, sometimes we let them get away. So I take that for granted. Good answer. Next question: What's the most immature thing that you do on a regular basis? Oh, geez. Oh my God. Uh, 
the most immature thing I do, I can't even, I could should call my wife. She would know everything. Gonna, it does, it's so hard just when there's so many. Uh-huh. Right. <laughs> She's like, well, here's my top 10. I think, okay, probably Today. that I send way too many people older than me, uh, like uh, GIFs, GIF, whatever GIF, mm-hmm. of people dabbing. Dabbing. <laughs> I love, there's one of a of a kind of an, a little overweight kid sliding on a uh, whatever, like a slip inside and he dabs while he's Slide sliding. Oh my gosh. It's my go-to. I live for gifts. Like, I, sent, I, I sent it live. to my dad last night as a matter of fact. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> kind of a deep question. Okay. What problem that you feel like you're created to solve keeps you up at night? Wow. Um, I don't know if I'm supposed to fix any problems. These are pageant questions. People. Really? Yeah. So if, if 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 you ask if that a contestant was asked that question yep. and they're like mm, I don't know <laughs> like do they have to come up with something absolutely so yeah, I mean you yeah. can say I don't know but that's where like honestly these personal platforms these social impact initiatives like come into play and where I work with them is on recollecting those stories very very top of mind so like that's I literally it. have them go through like a twenty page document of me asking them these types of questions to get in that headspace of do I actually know myself because wow, that's you craziness. can see how yeah. these types of questions like you got to dive like real quick and, and you could have answered like what's your favorite flavor of Doritos right before that right mm-hmm. right and talk that, about a left turn and, and mm-hmm. the questions when you're talking about um, rehear it's not even rehearsing it's just allowing them to find the answers so then when they when they get asked that question it's it's easier to recall mm-hmm. it's it's like it's it's there because oh i've already done that yep i know what that answer is yep and these are the kind of questions though i think that most people never dive into this oh and, as a human ever, ever. Yeah. yeah i've never thought about that or no one's ever even asked me anything near what problems i'm supposed to solve yep. at all so yep. i would have yeah. no idea yep and, and it's, it's better so cool. to say I don't know than, well, I would have to say that at least in the last year, uh, well, maybe the last quarter year. And then again, when I was right. really little, start yep. fishing. you start fishing and you're, yep. you're trying, you're trying to do that. What do they call it? Like that Snickers moment? What is No, no. What's the candy bar? You want to have a Kit Kat or something like that? You're trying to get, oh, yeah. you're yeah, trying yeah, to yeah, buy yeah. some time. Yep. You're just trying to buy some time. Oh. It's like, here, let me just take a bite of this real quick while you're trying to think of your right. answers. Yes, right? yes, yes. That was, that was a good one. There yeah. You go. Very so, good. and then we obviously had the political side of things. And so I have girls from all different backgrounds, all these different things. And it's really cool to teach these young ladies how to A, craft their perspective, um, which I obviously don't care what their perspective is I'm just I'm just the molder and shaper of that and it's so cool because there's a stigma even in their own minds of oh my gosh well I got to stay in the middle and life is so polarized Absolutely. right now da, 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 da. so it's been it's such a joy to help these women break that stigma because it feels awful right to say an, an answer that you don't actually feel authentically yeah. and so I teach them how to speak their mind but also to have genuine empathy and to see the other side of things without just having to stay in the middle so like I'll have girls who absolutely positively share how they feel about these hard-hitting issues right mm-hmm. now but they genuinely are are because of a also their connections with my other clients and these different things and we're actually rubbing elbows with people differently than us it's so cool because they are growing empathy for this other side and they are understanding yeah. this other side of things and having conversations with people who may believe differently than them and so they can craft this really authentic and heartfelt perspective of hey this is how I'm be- I believe and that's probably not going to change but I also respect you like genuinely as so a you're human. building you're building people opposite of snow the snowflake generation mm-hmm. I mean because it's, it's so yes. maddening when someone it's, doesn't believe the way you believe politically yes. whatever it is yeah and they just shut the door on oh, it's yeah. socially acceptable right now yeah when you say you know the, the I guess reverse it just because I disagree with you doesn't mean I don't like you mm-hmm. and and right now those two things are 
hand in hand. Mm-hmm. If you disagree with you, I probably don't like you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's not it's sad. True. Yeah, it's not true. And that's really that's a that's a brave thing, and that's a very mature thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure it is very freeing because I know exactly what you mean. You you pick your you pick your pick your battles. Yep. Where depending on what your audience is, and mm-hmm. when they're doing those pageant questions and they're standing up on stage and they mm-hmm. get asked one of those questions, we've mm-hmm. seen that happen. Um, and the whole audience is right there, plus the TV audience. Mm-hmm. Just I'm going to hear. bare my soul. That's Here right. we go. Yep. <laughs> this yep. is it. Yeah. Yep. And the, and as you guys can see by now, obviously, like these skills are so incredibly transferable for every sphere of life. I don't care if you're starting a company. I don't care if you're going to a networking event. I don't care if you need to give yeah. a valedictorian speech. Like literally anything. If you need to have a tough conversation with family members, like whatever. Prepare these, for an interview, a job yeah, interview. Anything. I mean, all that stuff. Anything. So let me ask wow. you, where did you start gathering these skills? Yeah, honestly, like I, I did a pageant because I just felt it like leap in my heart. I saw the Miss Nebraska before me being crowned and I just felt like, yeah, you're supposed to do that. And so I kind of learned like trial by fire. Like I just kind of put myself in the fire and was like, cool, let's figure it out. And, you know, I don't pretend that I was perfectly polished when I was Miss Nebraska Mm -hmm. at all, but I really tried to use that year as a mere barely 21 year old too. This is like five years ago. Um, I was like, you know, I'm going to be passionate on fire and I'm really passionate about like what I'm here for and who I am as a person. I'm working on it constantly. And I remember I just tried to surround myself with people who were smarter than me and I had admired during that year. So I was going to ask, did you have a mentor in particular that you seeked out or did it kind of Yeah. So my, my older brother's in politics and he helped me a lot. He's one of the most, um, like pastoral and just wise people in the world. Like when he was five years old, he was hanging out at the old folks table cause he just loved to have conversations with older people and so my whole family we we were kind of just raised having deep conversation at the dinner table and I'm really really um just thankful for that because obviously the the more that you get older you just realize that not everybody had that right and so I think like that was ingrained in me to an extent and then my family um being in ministry and growing up I was just around a lot of people different than me and I love that I'm we're very embracing of other cultures as a family um my some of my best friends are from other nations and other backgrounds and so I think I just tried to put my best foot forward to to have those conversations in normal life. And as Miss Nebraska, um, just always tried to be willing not to to go and talk to the obvious choice, but to talk to the person sitting in a corner who maybe never thought that Miss Nebraska would speak to them. And so mm-hmm. I think I lived it as Miss Nebraska. And then I took a year, obviously, to finish school and just had that whole year as a different person, um, being in college and not being so, um, I don't know, just when you're in school before school's your whole world. But then as you grow up, you're like, wow, did high school really matter that much? Like your right. perspective can get to more of that kind of like airplane 30,000 foot view. Mm-hmm. So I think it started when I was back on my senior year of college, just like, Oh my gosh, I used to freak out over this paper. Like now I'm just going to do it. And now cool. Like life yeah. is more than this. And so I took that perspective into starting my business 30 days after I graduated and have just always tried to remain teachable and soft and moldable. And, um, I have several business mentors. I have mm-hmm. one who's one of the highest grossing females on in on, on online marketing history to be honest um, she's in Australia and spends like 10 million on Facebook a year in ads and like is ridiculous so she's a huge <laughs> mentor of mine and then I have another mentor Gallant Dill in Austin Texas who's incredible on the business side um, and then I just have really great people in my life who challenge me and uh, tell me when I'm being a butthead and I think that's really important <laughs> because we all need that because I don't know everything and yes, I never we will do. yes we do that's awesome yeah. Man, well, this has been great yeah Megan it was so nice to meet you in person and Thank you. Um, thanks for coming in and looking past my creepy DMs slide in <laughs> to come in and he told uh, me when he told me that and I was like 
You 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 messaged too? I'm like, <laughs> wait, no one. Wait, how did you find her? Right. I'm just like, wait a minute. And, and every every answer was creepy. I was on Instagram. And I said, no, it's just like, dang it. It's like, well, crap. I don't know. Just never mind. She's really cool. Whatever. Like, okay. So funny. Gross. Yo, like the the scale of creepiness is like maybe a 0.5 out of okay, 10 good. compared to what I'm you sure should you see get... in my DMs. Oh. I can imagine. I'm sure oh that, yeah, you're, the creepos out there and, oh, and the, oh, and the, and the, the, the nerve of people. The nerve. It's like if, if somebody follows you. You don't have to. It's not you. You don't have to acknowledge them or follow them back or anything like that. They sure don't. You. That's the thing. Right. I hate about. That's sure the thing, don't. Don't. Yeah, right? <laughs> thing I hate about Facebook is like you know yes, you have to confirm so it, and then you confirm it, and next thing you know, somebody's waving at you in messages. Yeah. It's like, and you're or like, what is the wave? Honestly, right. I don't get the wave. Okay, it's like poking. Yes. People, people still poke, and I'm like, you literally like Who pokes? immediate delete. <laughs> right. Immediately deleting. Who pokes? Block done. Yeah. And and, and the guys that that do creepy going to dms and like they do they really in their mind think that this is okay this dm this is, is gonna, gonna get it <laughs> this yeah this gonna is gonna get, get it yeah. <laughs> yeah she's gonna be like this guy's hot i'm gonna dm Dude, him i'll right show y'all after we can that's have right a oh my god <laughs> guys this is what doesn't work <laughs> everything oh my god. all right so let's talk now you've got your website what other things do you want to as far as touch points people way people yeah. can get a get more information about you get in touch with you yeah so i do need to clarify so i i do coach in nebraska i just don't coach anybody in the Miss America organization or the teen organization currently. Um, so I'll coach USA, I'll coach NAM, other things. And I actually do some seminars. Um, I love doing like small group seminars. I've started to do that more again, one thing at a time here in Nebraska. And I'm going to start doing that more in this next pageant season. So if you have a daughter or you're listening and you want to get involved in a pageant, I'd say just DM me as we're talking. <laughs> you're a female. Um, but that really is the best way to contact us or just my email, Megan at powerhousepageantry.com or our other email info at powerhousepageantry.com it's great just go on our website or you can fill out like a request form it's cool. all on there um, you can take a look at kind of who we are and what we are and uh, Instagram really is the best way to connect with us I'm extremely transparent on there we have a at powerhouse pageantry page make sure you spell pageant p-a-g-e-a-n-t because everyone spells it pageant um, all the time <laughs> or just at Megan underscore Swanson it should come right up and um, I think that's the best way for you all listening to figure out whether we're a good fit for you I show my personality very very heavily um on my instagram and i do that on purpose mm-hmm. so that you can kind of already know what you're getting into before you even have to get into it very nice um, and that's very purposeful so we'd love to connect with you guys. and all those links too that she just mentioned all those we'll put those in the show notes and on the post and everything so you guys awesome. can just click on them awesome. as go. well appreciate nice. it nice to meet you yeah Megan, you too it's been awesome thank you very much yeah. oh, so that was episode 45 that of was. the pat and jt podcast that's right so instagram it's pat and jt uh, our website is pat and jt or 402-403-9478 see you guys tomorrow pat and jt podcast a Parkville Media Production.